0: Go now to dryerbuzz.com and follow at dryerbuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Good morning. Hey, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Listen, why are you? I don't know what time zone are you on. Do me a favor and let me know. Tweet me and say, DryerBuzz, I listen to how to get out of bed. But you know, for me, I'm going to bed. It's afternoon, I'm having lunch. Listen, all this is is just a moment us to stop and get some clarity of our day. Now, for me, I just rolled out of bed because I like to give you my first thoughts of the morning. Uh, that's when I can be consistent before I jump into the day, before I open the laptops, turn on all the devices and stuff and see what's going on in the world. I like, let's just have a conversation, right? And a lot of times this is my motivation because just then pulling all that energy, reaching deep down for my voice, my confidence um, the knowledge, you know, making sure that I'm coming to you fully skilled and what I'm going to talk about coming up with a topic, sitting, meditating. I had to light the sage a little bit this morning. I'm like, okay, cause I'm running around. And I'm like, I don't want to do it in my normal spot. Cause Yolanda, you said in the spring, you would already have sprung out of bed and into the workspace. And so I'm still trying to like get my workspace and all that going. And, uh, you know, One thing that, uh, a new behavior, a new behavior that I have had to modify it no it's a brand new behavior is to double check make sure everything's working before i push that button so there's a little bit of something going on like i've been up and down the hall a couple of times like okay you're gonna do it in this space you gotta go get this gotta go find that gotta bring all this in gotta create this workspace never mind the fact that i slept on the couch okay i was like trying to watch the end of a show i caught the end of a show tried to start another one i was too tired and next thing you know here i am Waking up. So I want to talk about when I got ready to do this. I was like, uh, maybe I could do it in a kind of a laid-back environment. But then I said, you know, it's alright to do laid back, but you don't want it to appear lazy. So I'm writing that down first thing this morning. We're gonna talk about that because. I was pulling, as I was pulling together everything, I was like, well, it's going to have to be kind of airy because I let the phone die out. I got to charge the phone, which means, as you know, on an Apple, you got a couple of options, right? And I couldn't find uh, something else I needed to actually charge and use the headset. Uh, I've got it right here in front of me. I've got every kind of, what do you call it, coaxial cord. Adapter in front of me and and microphones. Good Lord, y'all. I've been at this thing a long time. I got the tools, I got the technique, but things change and trying to get them to all work. Uh, as you know, the desktop is out, it had to have major operation. So today's the day I find out what that uh, situation is. And, you know, just going through it, okay? This is what happens when you call yourself trying to become. Productive. So laid back and I and I, as I got ready to talk about laid back versus lazy. I was thinking about you know how we say when somebody keeps it real. Hold on, let me write this down so I won't forget it. Keep it real. Let me tell you, there's there's variations to all this stuff, right? A lot of times we apply oh down to earth. That was the one I hear all the time. I'm writing down already down to earth, right? Um there's there's a There's two sides to everything, I believe. There's pros and there's cons. There's pros to being laid back. You know, but the con to that is sometimes it could appear lazy. Like sometimes I may come on, and y'all may feel like, oh, that's not a hundred percent. You know, we got a good seventy-five out of her today. You know, she said she didn't have this, that, and the other. This one, you know, because you know I don't like making disclaimers. I think I just came on with a bunch of disclaimers, and it really wasn't even disclaimers. Guess what it was? It was the truth. Because one thing I one thing I know is what you hear you're going to hear something different it's like whoa it sounds really airy. i'm in a larger room i'm not using a headset so you may you may feel like you're not having my you're not getting my full attention or uh there's some other things going on like right now i'm having to breathe through this sage but it was necessary <laughs> Some smudging as they say you know and so because i want to i want to start today today's hump day i'm recording this on a hump day so there's a lot of stuff that goes yes. on. Oh, uh-oh, let me get the sound down. You're Hold on, because I've got to monitor the conversation work. on another device. So, again, see? Prepare. Let's write that down. Prepare. I'm going to write that down. Prepare. My writing is a little bit better, which means my mind, maybe I should do the sage more often. My, my writing is kind of clear, so is it that i'm taking my time so i want to talk about being laid back and lazy because sometimes i want to do a laid back one of these because i feel like we get to a point we know each other we know each other a little bit even if even if this is and it may be your first time discovering it you know discover let's write that down discover we like to write down stories i'm going to tell you what what i've got going on if you don't know discover okay um you may have seen this for the first time on my timeline. Maybe you saw me in another arena, and you're like, whoa, she's got a myriad of content. Let's check some of it out. Or somebody, you know, friends could have come in and hit, hit share. You just started to follow. You see it on my timeline, their timeline, your timeline. Or it could have been featured here and there and so forth. It happens, right? And you're like, well, what is this? There's a little bit of a frog in her throat. You know, maybe she's got, hey, listen, the frog is in my throat. There's one eye open. These are my first Thoughts of the morning as I am getting ready to face my day, as I am getting ready to take off the D&D, do not disturb, and let the world in. This is my first time I'm putting myself out there, and I put myself out there in this environment, because I know there are people who are witnessing, there are people that I'm mentoring, there are people who need to see the consistency. Hey, good morning, Glory. There are people who want to pour into me. There are people who want to pour into us. And, And so... You know, and, and I like also letting people know where I am. Here's where I am today. Because you may have, let's say that you've been building up your confidence. You're ready to go in. You're ready to pitch a partnership to somebody. Are you ready to make an introduction? You want to meet that person? You know, because I'm, I'm a blogger. So I've gone into environments where, oh my God, there's my dream celebrity. Or, you know, somebody who makes you starstruck or somebody you're very impressed with. You hit him off on the wrong day, it will mess you up for life. There's an actor, and I'm going to be specific. There was an actor, he was in Waiting to Exhale and he was in Forrest Gump. And I know, and I pray to God I met him on the wrong day. Um, and it, it was I never want to see this gentleman again. Not on television. He's in one of the movies that I love to watch over and over and over. And I'm like, and I can, I can, you know, deal with the character there. I mean, it's, it's like it is what it is. And I tell people all the time, I'm like, man, if you love somebody in a particular movie, like, let me tell you, I love me some Jack Nicholson. Do I ever want to meet Jack Nicholson? Hell no. Please, Lord, don't let me ever meet. Jack Nicholson, because I got a feeling, personally, we might not hit it off. I don't like his basketball team. I don't like that whole part of the country that he, he relics, you know, that he loves, you know, but I love me a Jack Nicholson movie. You ever want to calm me down, quiet me down, get me out of your way, tell me Jack Nicholson is on television. In fact, do like my kids do, buy me Jack Nicholson box set and put it on and i'm no longer a problem okay they have already learned my daughter i will call her sometime and want to hang out on the phone mom you know jack nixon okay i'll I'll talk to you later (laughs) it's that that is that's the way to get me out of the way i love me so jack nixon and uh so that's write that down that's that's how you want you because you will need to know that if you're going to deal with me but want to talk about laid back laid back um also I want to make a couple of announcements. Yesterday, remember we were talking about our Tuesday podcast. And if you follow us in a podcast environment, you'll see or any of the any, wherever you follow us, if you go to the timeline, um, there's an editorial schedule there that we go through. Um, and you'll see the different types of content, the live content that we do, or uh, we have the kitchen pod, kitchen, not podcast, we do have a kitchen podcast coming, but if you look at our live streaming, uh, we've got two types of live streaming. There's in the city and there's in the kitchen. In the city, though, that's when I put my blogging hat on and go out and find you some of the great culture that goes on in and around Atlanta and beyond if I'm traveling as well. Uh, And then in the kitchen is a series that we do on Wednesday. It started out, it was, I was coming out of the caregiver mode. Um, and finding myself, you know, alone, empty nester, um, time on my hands, not ready to go fully back to work and those kinds of things. And it ended up being some great episodes. We created, we ended up, you know, after the, after the fact realizing, Hey, listen, this is something that people enjoy, um, that our audience that enjoys the readers and so forth. And, you know, and there's some great food groups, there's a wonderful, uh, amazing food community that I have been invited into, and I love it, so therefore, it's now part of, and of course, food blogging has been around, and I've been involved in it, I was one of those people who, you know, I'm posting umpteen thousand pictures a week of my food, and it's like, okay, well, let's go and learn and make some of this stuff, you know, and so that's there. Also, um you'll see you know, a variety of podcasting that happens. We have the daily podcast, which is how to get out of bed, something that's done each morning. Uh, And then on Tuesdays, we did a series on the Michelle Obama, becoming Michelle Obama uh, release of her memoir and her book tour. One of the stops on her book tour was in Atlanta. I had an amazing associate friend um somebody whose life has life has paralleled mine, and we found ourselves in some amazing spaces together invited me along to go on the uh book to go to the tour stop the atlanta tour stop and we went just last there was just i want to say last week maybe it might have been two weeks at this point two weeks at this point um So, leading up to that date, I said, well, why don't we, rather than, you know, we're all reading the book, we don't really want to do a book club, per se, but let's, you and I, she's a great strategist, I'm a media strategist, uh, social media strategist, branding uh, person, she is too, she has helped many women and men, but uh, particularly women, she had a event called, uh, uh, lunch, uh, Women Who Lunch, and then she does a lunch chat, and so she and I decided, let's do a podcast, because we're, we're one of those people, how can we be productive in this environment, or with what's been given to us, but yet, we needed to do it somewhat laid back, right, not lazy, but laid back, because I've just come out of the caregiver uh, space and and pretty much about to help somebody else through that space. And she is also in that space. Um, And we've just had, you know, some parallel lives. And so here's a, and we were thinking, man, it takes so much to do, you know, these things these days. And then guess what? It doesn't take a lot to do. All we have to do is be consistent. So here's the way we, we found a way that we could be consistent and deliver it. And yet at the same time, be somewhat laid back so we won't become Overwhelmed because keep in mind we're strategists, we're branders, um, we know what things ought to look like, feel like, what some people require, right? Um, it's depending on the level at which you want to do it, and we wanted to do it, but we didn't want to lose the professionalism, um, side of things. But we wanted, we needed it, we needed it to be laid back because you know life is where it is for us you know but yet we're still two women who have got some amazing experiences um professional experience in this thing in this game of building business brands and yet at the same time we're at a side we're on a side of life where you know things change things change rapidly as i take a sip of lemonade things change rapidly you know we were like okay look at your week i'll look at my week where, where could we do this? What time of day could we do this? And knowing that we couldn't even commit to whether it was going to be 30 minutes, an hour, and so forth. Hey, listen. Go with the flow. Can we go with the flow? I'm going to write that down. Go with the flow. We talked about that before, right? Go with the flow. But let the flow. You still have to have uh, some kind of requirement. Sometimes you got to go against the current, right? Uh-oh. Write that down. Go against the current. Because there's two sides. Right, So I'm going to write down, go with the flow or go against, because everything is pretty much an either or. Really, it is. Pros and cons, either or, You know, yes or no, um, laid back or lazy. We didn't want to do it. We didn't want to be lazy with it because guess what? The minute I tapped into my experience, the minute she tapped into her experience, people were going to build the level of expectation on that podcast that, hey, listen, these two ladies know what they're talking about. OK, they know what they're talking about, but then they would say, well, why are they giving it to us in this environment? Because this is what we needed. It's what we needed. Why am I doing how to get out of bed? It's because it's what I needed. It's what I need. I needed to wake up and tap into my brain and start using my skills like right away in the morning before I push that button to go live. There's a whole lot of producing going on. Even if I said I wanted to wanted how to get out of bed to be laid back, I still have to come up with a topic. Or a direction in which we're going to go, right? Whether we're going to go with the flow or go against the current or tread new water, Uh-oh, new waters. Tread new waters. We got a theme going here, y'all. You know, even though I was, I was a person, a blogger who posted a lot of food, I wasn't necessarily a food blogger, Right? This was new waters for me. I wanted to tread new waters, especially going into the kitchen. That Those one-year anniversary pictures coming up, I'm like, was that my kitchen? It looked nothing like it did. There was no decoration. I barely had any of the gadgets, the tools, the pots, any of those things. And I'm like, well, you know, as soon as I said, this is something that I want to do, just as the alchemist, the alchemist thing started happening, I played a clip on yesterday's uh, podcast that Angela and I created. We, we decided how to continue the podcast without it being all about Michelle Obama's book. We decided it would be about leading women. And I grabbed a clip from just a random clip from this new book that Oprah has put out called The Path made clear. Uh oh, I'm gonna write that down. Path made clear. Why the how does the path become clear? Well I gotta finish reading the book to find out how it happened for them. But in my experience the path was made clear. The kitchen path was made clear because alchemists is the belief around the alchemist is that and it's it's quoted in many very variations. And I remember as a young woman in my twenties, 25, I remember the day I discover Yola Van Zandt. and I'm not talking about. I'm talking about disassociate, and I'm. Gonna, I hate I have to say this disassociate Yola with Oprah for what you know. And when I in my 20s, in my generation, when we were in our 20s. There was this succession of published authors who were black women, and they literally they're probably 20 years, 10 to 20 years older than my generation, but they led. My generation through some stuff of the coming of age, right? And so the first book I came across was um Pearl either I came across a Yala she mentioned Pearl or I came across Pearl and she mentioned Yala. but these were two books that a young woman twenty five years old uh, already in the tech world, um already a young mother of three at twenty five. And I had the most amazing jobs, technology. The boom was going on. And, and and I just knew to be at the forefront of that. And I was having a very hard time because there wasn't a lot of black women around. And even though the black women were around, we were very divided. Women were very divided at that point in 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 corporate okay because you know they made sure the minute you came to the, through the door that you needed to you needed to do some things that i didn't think was copacetic so i was always the boat rocker i've always been the boat. I'm, we're gonna rock this boat and they'd be like no we're not gonna rock this boat we're gonna push you over because we're not gonna rock this boat but um let me just tell you i remember discovering these women and their writing And it was a conversation that echoed the strong women in my life. Now, I didn't think at the time it echoed the strong women, and I was just like many women, you know, trying to find that voice. Because what I felt like what I was trying to do was different from what, what I was told was the norm for us at that time. And it's like, oh, I don't want to do that. Well, I want to try I want to find a new, new stream with some new water. I'm going, I'm going into some different waters. You know, this is different than just go get a job and hang out there for 30 years. You know, it's like my, I had these creative skills, this innovation, you know, I wouldn't be able to sit here and saying that, well, you know, I rocked it for 30 years. I rocked this for 30 years, but in a different way than what was the thirty-year thing there. You know, I've got friends now, and everybody's retiring, and you know, getting to that part of life, and uh, and it's different. You know, it's different. So, go with the flow. Go against the grain. Go against the grain or the current. I'm gonna put. I I use current because we had a kind of a water thing here. Tread new waters. The path is made clear. Listen. In the theme of the alchemist, it is said that if you want something, all of the universe, interpret interpreted as or she may have quoted, all of the universe conspires to make it happen for you. And Yala, the way I read it in Yala in my 20s was, um, if you express it outwardly, and Yala wrote it like this, and this is how I remember it. If you express it outwardly, you will then have the universe at your disposal, right? And I noticed that everything all around has that alchemy, alchemist, uh, type thing. I mean, if you want it, you got to let somebody, you got to say it out loud, right? I'm that kind of person. I wake up each and every morning and have a conversation, honey, with my guardian angels. Because, I, I, one, I try not to bother God because there's a lot going on. I'm like, you know, I got just a little thing going on over here. And I try to make sure that my prayers are not procrastination. I'm going to write that down, y'all. I want, I want to pass it on to you because a lot of times when we, we pray, And we, you know, depending on what you subscribe to, the first thing we do, we pray to procrastinate. Can I have a little bit more time? Please don't let this happen now. You know, and it's like, wait a minute. Who out there prays to be present in their problems, to recognize? Let me tell you, that is the prayer that you want to pray. And I know sometimes we got to deal with stuff head on, face on. Go ahead and deal with it and get it out of the way. The minute you go ahead and deal with it, get it out of the way. And, and the weight, let me tell you what the weight on the prayer, prayer, procrastination. I'm going to write that down. Remember, we talked about other two other sides on this thing, right? Procrastination. I'm, I'm not writing right. Okay, there we go. It's almost like a, we're doing an either or. That's what we're really talking about. Either or, right? um, laid back versus lazy, keep it real, there's two sides to everything, down to earth, right, two sides to everything, welcome in BJ Murphy, and a nice guy came in, Mary, uh, ATL, good morning, glory came in, son, some number of you are coming in, so make sure that when you pray, that you are not praying to procrastinate, make sure you're not just, just asking sometimes you need a little bit more time sometimes you can you can see you know a solution coming but why do you not have this why is that solution not right now why are you not ready to make that decision right now you know when i wake up and and get out of bed remember i like to start with a blank page right i don't want to have to carry over stuff from yesterday i don't want to have to think about i'm not thinking about what we got to talk about tomorrow i'm not thinking about what what's next i'm not thinking about the next five episodes ahead of this i'm thinking about right now Today. It's hump day. A lot of people love hump day because it means that they're closer to the weekend, they're closer to getting out of these scenarios that they're in or dealing with people. You'll be surprised. The weight, I'm gonna write that down. Weight, right? W-E-I-G-H-T. All right, the weight of things, the weight of things. You know how to make it, how do you make this these things lighter? Nothing makes something lighter than the truth, nothing lifts lifts the weight off of your shoulders but the truth and first of all you need to understand not everybody's going to carry the same weight not everybody's willing to take on the same responsibilities that you are there are people who can be in the same situation exact same situation you're in and they won't be they won't become positive about it they won't know how to reach around to the other side of things they they can get stuck and guess what they're doing they're holding on to you with such a tight grip or they're trying to put part of that weight in your lap or on your shoulders or maybe you are trying to put some of that weight. Because I know a lot of people who walk around mad because you don't realize what's going on. You you might not even be aware. They, let me tell you. They might not even be aware that the situation is so dire. Right? Because you haven't said it out loud. How many of you, we all do it. Practicing these conversations in our head. Like, okay, I'm, if this happens, I'm, this moment comes, I'm going to say this and I'm going to do it. Well, listen. Stop rehearsing it and go ahead and do it. Go ahead and have those difficult conversations, right? Don't keep carrying them on because it eats away at you. One of the things, the way that I got to the, when I said, okay, I'm going to do a daily morning podcast, Okay. The first thing I had to do is make sure that I could wake up each and every day that I'm giving the breath of life and the guardian angels swing through here and touch a sister bring me out of the sleeping realm, or worse. The first thing I got to do is make sure there is nothing that interferes with it. I have to make sure that I wake up without weight on my shoulders. I have to make sure that before I go to bed and I end that day, right, I have to make sure I can't wake up mad upset. If I do, that's going to come through on the podcast. I can't wake up and say, oh, man, I I don't plan anything in the 8 o'clock hour. Even though I don't even plan the podcast in the eight o'clock hour because sometimes I may wake up in the 10, 11 o'clock hour depends, right? So I have to keep my mind clear. You got to keep your mind clear. And you know the hard part is, That so many of us don't want a clear mind. Good morning. Hey there, Nurse 21. So many of us don't want not to be upset, not to be bothered, not to be angry. There are a lot of people who that's that's, that's how they thrive. That's how they think. That's what they think love is. That's what they think productivity is. That's what they think having goals mean. You know? Fighting that tug of war. We've been taught. I watch every year, and I still to this day don't understand it. I, and I love it because I was watching for all my friends who have kids in school. What is this tug of war? Why, why is tug of war played in May Day, in Field Day, whatever they call it, right? What is with this tug? That is so barbaric. But it's a real thing of life, and I understand, you know, the skills. But first of all, you've gone the whole year long not even teaching about this or or giving the correct perspective of what it means to win or lose, right? We're doing an or scenario here, right? You've not given these kids the proper perspective of what it means to win or lose or the teamwork. You haven't gone all year long teaching these kids about teamwork. You know, a lot of them get to May Day. for first of all, a lot of these schools have canceled P.E., Right uh, uh, team building, ropes build ropes courses I mean, not a lot of these kids haven't even been on a field trip, and so you try to infuse this into this day, and if they have not experienced it before, and then you know you do you do take these young kids through this whole tug of war, okay, hey, you guys have now got to be, become a team, and then it's like, but I don't even like this person right? you want me to stand next to that you want me to you want me to work with, right, and that's good. And at the end of the day, but then they've changed it up where everybody wins. And it's like, well, guess what? Everybody doesn't win. But guess what? Everybody can support. Everybody can participate. Right? Everybody can, can be part of the process. We just need to do some of this stuff, y'all. We just need to do it a little bit more sooner. We just need to give it a little bit more thought. Right? That's the difference between laid back and laid back. And lazy, that's the difference between keeping it real, down to earth, being prepared, discovering, I'm going to write that down, just come add ing, you know I don't like adding ing, this stuff, discovering, go with the flow, go against the current, tread new, tread new waters, path made clear, that's Oprah's new book, if you haven't gotten it, uh, I don't know if it's still out there for free, but it was made available for free, because she was a key she was a, um, the commencement speaker at one of the universities, uh, where people tried to come for her, because she, unlike this gentleman, didn't offer to pay for the, for the uh student loans. But Oprah quickly reminded everybody, uh, she been a billionaire and she been uh paying, paying college tuitions. Okay, I was like, really, man, that just goes to show how much. Let's see, one track. Let me write that down. right? one track. Too many of us have only been on that one track. Right one track minds one track beliefs behaviors too many of us have been on that one track i couldn't even believe that was even a conversation because this is when i talk about we live in public and in social media the things that people let us know about them each and every day Sometimes it, don't, it makes you shake your head i can't even believe people begin to question and then now here comes this narrative where oh we going okay this guy because he has become a billionaire, because he made a pledge. He made a pledge to create a vehicle that could cancel the debt, okay? Remains to be seen, because he made a pledge that his family would create a grant, um, that if, if by stipulations, because you can't create a grant without all kinds of stipulations, if they follow through on whatever stipulations are that are to come it could cancel their debt okay it could satisfy their debt right and we already know there's some people who hate filling out forms there's some people who hate regulations and restrictions they're gonna be like I'm just gonna make that payment I guarantee you we already know how the world works that 60 30 10 60 percent probably won't even won't even fit Go through with the process. 30% will probably, you know, start the process and, and, and see some reward. But guess what? 10% will probably actually, nine of that 10% will probably actually follow through and follow in his footsteps. But only one of them will probably, 1% of that graduating class, break it down, break it down. 1%, what is that, about three of the 300? Is that how it works? Right? And that's probably less than, what's 1%? Because 10% would be 30. Okay, so 1%, about three of them, right? I'm just saying, three of them will probably end up with fully uh, paid debt and become innovative and follow in this young man's footsteps and probably even go on to pay it back, right? Because, I mean, we we of all the commencements of all the years we only had this one guy and not only that it's not even the one guy hell bill gates um uh, was that the mic yeah bill gates the gates award a lot of these students are out here on these gates gates is already a lot of them some are. there are many millions i don't know if it's millions but there are plenty of students out there who don't even have student debts because there are other billionaires that have already had these things in place right so he may have been, once you become a billionaire, his, his, you know, we don't really have a full-on backstory. He may have been invited into the circle, which Oprah is already in, which Bill Gates is uh one to form, and asking them, listen, you got billions, you can give away millions, right? When you got billions, you can give away millions because that money recycles itself so fast, right? I'll never forget, y'all. I would never forget. There was a guy in, uh subsequently i think he passed on but he used to have a financial show oh my god i can't i don't even know how i was listening to i don't know if he passed or something happened but there was a guy that had a financial show used to come on late evenings and it was syndicated and he would talk to people about their money and he may still be there maybe i don't know I i think he did pass on um Because, I think he did, but he used to have this financial show, and these people, Beyond Wealth, uh, used to call in, you're laid back, it was very laid back, it wasn't like, Oh, you know, here's the get six figures, get rich, become this, that, and the other. It was just a conversation about, it was a stock market kind of uh, thing. And I think he probably had, I think either he left radio and went on the television or he was on television but also did the radio. And he, I remember um, there was his. oh, I used to listen to it on the way home. And, uh, because I just love talk radio. I'm I'm just not a music radio person, right? I can't tell you what the top song is except for the black guy trying to take over country because country, trying to discriminate right um but one night this lady called in older lady and i at the time i i one of the reasons she caught my eye because i was doing research on people who had survived the great depression and what their mindset was because i was writing 27 answers um to create buzz and i wrote that based on the premise of the generation that came through the great depression yeah i wrote a book about social media Based on people who had zero technology, but just how innovative they was when everything changed. Right? There were no jobs. There was no food. Um, it was the depression. Everything, the country, entire country was just dusty. Right? But people brought themselves out of it more. If they they brought themselves out of that situation more so with more gumption than people have to this day, having access to everything. Right. And so there was this lady that called in. And he he was he was getting a lot of slack because he was at that time telling them to take their money out of the stock market. We were in uh I believe George Bush uh was president. This might have been pre-9-11. And pre-9-11, um the stock market was crack was just crashing. Things were we were headed down a horrible place, right? Which is why most people believe that there is a conspiracy. Uh, to 9-11 and that it's a homegrown government thing that happened, right? Especially uh, had there not been two planes um, that hit the towers and other planes around the country, nobody would believe that On that, upon that first plane all eyes were on the gov- American government, like, oh, you hit the financial center, because on waking up that day uh, our financial, I, we were about to tank. This country was literally about to Tank, y'all. Everybody was losing their jobs. Uh on the number one topic on Twitter, number one number one and number two topic on Twitter. It was probably three. It was there were exactly what the third one came after this. But at that time, before 9-11, the number one topic on Twitter was I lost my job. That was a training topic. Lost my job. The second one was lost my house, right? This was in the beginning of George Bush, right before 9-11. And it continued on thereafter. So in that time, this financial guy was telling everybody, you know, listen, you made enough money on the stock market, pull your money out. You got enough money. He was telling, he was telling everybody, you got enough money. If you're rich and be, if you're wealthy, you got enough. There's no there's no more need to be risky. There's no more need to be risky in this climate. Pull your money out. Go ahead and enjoy it, you know. And so in his audience, there were all these people who were just old as dirt. When I say old as dirt, they had survived the depression. They were in their 90s, 80s, whatever, you know. They had made all this money off the not only the tech boom, but every if you came through the depression. And, and you came through the Depression with that investment mentality, you'd made money off of every single innovation. I mean, these people made money off the invention of radio, the invention of television and networks, the invention of Hollywood, because these were the people that everybody went to to borrow money. These were the money. It's your money in the stock market that this country was using, right? And so he was telling them, he's like, look, there's no more there's no more to invest in. We're in a standstill. This country, you know, going. if this country is going to lose money, guess what? it's going to be your money that's gonna lose so he was telling him he was getting a lot of slack to pull, pull your money out there's no more money to be made right now in this moment right uh, industries are about to change. Um, nothing from this point on is going to require the kind of investment, you know, cause then the dot coms were coming, you know, you could satisfy a dot com, you know, give a, everybody was watching to see who was going to get the next billion dollars. Well, a billion dollars to them was absolutely nothing. A billionaire, billionaires were a dime a dozen all over the world, all over the country cause they made enough money. We'd come through the television. Uh, te- what is it, telecom? Not television, but uh, communication. You know, the last thing that that made a lot of money off of was communication. Now we're all on, all on these smartphones. It's like, oh well, you know, there's no more because the real place to make money is where there was a monopoly. Where the monopoly on telecommunications was about to blow, is about to go over. It's like we're at the end of this. You know they're they're about to be a hundred thousand telephone companies right you know no more monopoly on telecommunications so he was like you know transportation like we had not had any transportation innovation uh i mean they nobody who who's made money off of rideshare right you know that that's that's not a risky stock. you know just go buy it guess what it's gonna be there right so he was predicting uh telling them that you know hey there's, there's nothing out there that, that you're going to see crazy wealth from. Um, and so a lot of them took their money, one in particular that made a lot of money in the tech, he went and bought an apple farm, right? Because what what's the innovative thing right now? Everybody wants something healthy. Everybody wants something organic. Right now, the most things that people are buying online is something handmade or used, Okay. Nobody wants it. They don't want the what mainstream is selling. They don't want stuff that's from all these other countries that are now have have leveraged themselves better than the United States, right? So this lady called in. I never did tell her story. She was y'all ninety plus years old. She had survived the depression. Her money was making so much money. She called in and she was so mad and upset. You told me to take my money out of the stock market. Now I got all this money, you know, sitting around. I don't really have a need. She lived in a um, a assisted living, you know, personal care, this, that, and the other. You know, she was like, you know, the money, you know, I took the money out of this and I put it in that. You know, so the dividend checks were coming in and, and you know, she just had all this money sitting around. And he asked her, he was like, Well, what have you done with your money? How have you lived off your money? She was like, Well, I'm good, it pays all the bills, it, you know, takes care of what my needs, my medicine, my health, you know, I got my staff, this, that, and the other. And he asked her, has she ever been on a vacation? She had never taken a vacation. She had never traveled the world because she was from the era of depression. It was like, hey, stack it, stack it away, stack it away. You know, she stuffed enough mattresses. She put she even invested in. It was like, listen. He says, let me He said, Did you know you can't take it with you? He said, How old are you? She said, She was 90 something. He said, Well, you know you can't take it with you, right? And he asked her, she, he said, why are you leaving it? Why are you why have you built this wealth up all of your life and you're gonna leave it all for your family? He said, Do you know what they're gonna do with it? He was like, they're gonna enjoy it. She had not taken any time in her life to enjoy it. He says, Why are you in a in a in a her, in a uh, assisted living, why are you not living abroad? Why have you, why are you, why have you not seen the world? You know, because she had always been so concerned about never getting to the point of not having again. She had lived her life knowing that she never wanted to be hungry again. She never wanted to be a have not again, right? And so she had amassed all this wealth. She had invested, made all, she was like, I, the dividend checks was coming in so big. She was like, i got to put this money somewhere. I can't just have this money just sitting in, around in the bank. I need you, you keep saying, don't invest it. There's nothing else to invest in, da, 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 da. And, and she was mad at him. And she ended up. Um, he told her to go do some things and to call back, so she ended up calling back in a couple of weeks or whatever. He could not convince this woman. He said, okay, do this. Go give it away. The next dividend check comes in. Give it away. Go give it to something. Go give it to an organization. Go do this, that, and the other. He's like, you don't need it. He was like, there's nothing, you you don't need to invest anymore. He, went, he talked about things that were in her portfolio, right? He was like, i'm not going to tell you to invest in anything else i'm going to tell you now it's time to start giving it away because she didn't even have enough family you know he was like he said let me tell you let's he, he broke down the whole you know her, inheritance tax and all that kind of stuff you know tell reminded her how much you know the irs is going to take when she died. How much her family, of her money, of her wealth, you know, the family was really going to get how much of a burden it was really going to become for them. Just as frustrated as she was in her 90s, saying that she had too much, that's the burden she was going to leave them with. And, and, she's, going to, and she's going to leave here not having enjoyed her life. Because of that that struggle time that she had gone through, that she never got over what it felt like to be hungry, what it felt like to go without. She never wanted to be there again. She'd taken all the risk. She'd made all this money, and she was pissed off that she was getting her dividend checks, and they were too big, and that's too much money to be to be sitting around. And she needed. He was like, "You can't take it with you. It's not going with you." give it away. I was like, wow, lady, does she need my number? <laughs> okay, and he suggested to her some very great organizations um that she could assist. He was like, he asked her what church did she went to. She went to church religiously every Sunday, and then he was like, well, how much do you do you give at church? What kind of programs do they have at your church? You know, send your pastor on a vacation, you know, because this was the time we we didn't have the 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 mega frauds that we have out here today he was like he said there's some he says I guarantee it's probably a neighbor you know he's like we we got we just got to do better and i think he was on i don't know if he, i don't know what spiked um this this change in him that he was using his platforms in this way but you better believe the financial industry uh, was trying to get him off the air because he was telling he was t- yeah he was telling them to pull their money out of the stock market at a time when the stock market and these are the people that the stock market depends on these are the people that the stock market really depends on but he was telling her he was like listen you need to you need to give some money away you need to make some more donations because. Um, it's only going to go to the IRS. He said, I'm just telling you, it's only going to go to the IRS. Those dividends that are coming to you, you know, and the thing about it, he kept trying to explain to her that, that dividend, that your dividend check is only, it's only just a small percent of what you actually have out there. And he was like, do something with it. Go go take a. He's like, have you ever went on? A, have you ever gone on a cruise? Have you ever visited this? Have you ever gone? You know, across the pond, to Italy and France and all these other kind of places. Have you seen the world? Have you gone on to Alaska? Even you know? No, she had never done anything. All she did was sit and age. That's all she did with her life is sit and age and try not to ever feel hungry again. Try not to ever feel a need to a need again. Right and i and and here I am, I'm driving home, you know, not necessarily tired, I was never really tired and exhausted, but having come from work, and I'm like, "Well, what is it about her generation? I love looking at us by generation, and I don't think that we do enough of that, but I love um that de- diving into that generation that survived the Great Depression because they came through it with such a such a belief system. Um, and all of us, all of us, you know, we we go back to things. I'm trying to think. If you had to think about it, and we're going to get ready to get out of here, where are we at on? Okay, yeah, we, we're we right at the 45. And I want to ask you, uh, like, for me, the one thing I like to be, because my life, in my life, I've always had to have a sense of urgency. Um, I've been, been, and I don't say this too often, but being a single mom, I was always trying to ward off um, the anxiety and the sense of urgency that came with everything. That's why I, I sit here today. And my topic is laid back. That's why I, 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 like that woman who came through the depression, I might not have the wealth that she has. And I know what it is to, to I know what hunger feels like. I know what it is to lose it all, not have it all, worry, that whole worry. I like laid back. I want, and I'm probably gonna preach that, and I'm gonna be that old woman calling into some show forever. I'm gonna be forever, and not even calling into them. Look, I'm gonna forever be because one thing I, real about, I realize about aging, and I'm at that point where I'm having to think about how I'm aging and what life alone for me looks like, and that's probably one of the reasons why. Because you know, there had never been a time in my life when I can say I'm to podcast every day. And some days I podcast twice. That, for me, is what aging looks like for my generation. I was so worried about being alone. And now I can't wait to get a quiet moment so I can podcast. The dog, I have the dog. I have my mother's dog, my son's dog, their dog. It was never really my dog. He understands that she wants a laid-back morning so she can podcast. The dog does not bother me. He he woke up this morning. He realized that the people who normally walk him are not here. It's up to me. Oh, well, I know I better not bother her. She's going to tell me to get out. She's got a podcast. Do you hear the dog? You don't hear the dog. There's a huge dog here, y'all. I'm telling you. Uh, I don't have to put my phone. I don't know if my phone's on d d or not, Right. But when I, got, when I started facing the fear after coming through caregiving and my mother's transition, I'm like, oh, my God. You know, the kids are grown. Even though all my life I kept thinking, man, I can't wait till these kids are grown. I can't wait till I get a moment. What am I going to do with my time? Then when that day came, I was like, I don't want this time. Oh, my God, I'm sitting here. These walls are caving in. This, What is this loneliness I feel? And And I had that angel say, hey, go live. It's like you've always wanted to go live without interruption. You've always wanted to go live in a quiet environment. You always wanted to do this. All these things, right, there will come a time. And the one thing that, like that old lady, the one thing that I always wanted to do was to have a laid-back environment. Not a lazy environment, but just a laid-back environment. That's why I was able to write that down. That's been a wish of mine. I just want to be laid-back. I don't want to wake up and I'm so tired listen, my entire life has been when I wake up and come out of that sleep room, when I tell y'all the responsibilities and the accountabilities and the weight that used to fall on my shoulders, that was the hardest thing of getting out of bed, y'all, I'm telling you, and allowing others to place those weight, that kind of weight on us, right? The one thing I want is to be laid back. And I know that is a very, it seems like a very simple thing to express outwardly so I can have the universe at my disposal. It's like, what do you mean you just want to be, I just want to be laid back. Yesterday, y'all, I did the podcast and then I went and hung out at the pool. Just laid back until this lady came with all her teenagers and their friends and ruined that. Right, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna see. Let me let me immerse myself in what their life is, so that I can appre- Cause I want to appreciate. I love appreciating our young people. You know, I'm I'm not gonna. I'm like, look. Let me let me see what goes on here. So you know, I just sat and I just kind of watched them because. I had I had teenagers, you know. I was that woman who rolled up with her teenagers and all their friends. And I reach I have to tell myself, you know, that was you one day, you know, because when I first got there, there was a lady with her tolerance. That was you wanted trying to be trying to be understanding because you know when your kids are growing, you no longer have any kind of tolerance for kids. And I you know I, I just don't have to deal with it right now, right? Good for you, sis. Yes, I'm telling you. And I want to go to the pool. I want to end this and go back to the pool. But I'm like, wait, that's two days. In the sun, okay. You know, and one, I don't like having had to put on like some serious sunblock yesterday. And uh, and then too, there's a whole ri- there's a whole routine of doing all of that. And I'm like, I don't want to go through all that. I do want to go swim again because I I swimming is amazing exercise, it feels good, and the wind, the water was absolutely awesome, right? So, um uh, what I am thinking about going and hitting the treadmill. I think you know, now I need to kind of do some other things because. Guess what? I have expressed it to the universe so much that she wants to lay this one over here. This is what they do when they pull out their book. Well, you know this one over here. She wants a laid back life, so we gotta help her get. We gotta help her get all these things together. But there's some other things that I probably have been a little bit lazy on that I, I need to work on. So I'm gonna go ahead and, and work on those, and then after I after I hit a productive tune with that, then I may go and you know, I try to do something. Not at the high noon because it's gonna get really hot I'm watching this temperature that's another reason I don't want it was nice and it wasn't as hot uh, yesterday but you know being in that water it it you know bounces off the sun bounces off so I don't want I don't want to spend too much time in the sun so lay back versus lazy I'm gonna go ahead and refill the top to the bottom we're gonna get out of here and let me tell you guys as you know layback let me tell you there's nothing. Better to help you get laid back than natural soap by Zakia. Okay, you know our podcast each and every day is supported by natural soap by Zakia. If you go to naturalsoapbyzakia.com, use your code DRIERBUZZ. buzz. You guys are asking me about the the uh lemon. Which one am I on now? The lemongrass. You wanna you wanna relax. You want you listen. I don't care how tired you come home. You go take a hot shower or a nice warm bath with your natural soap. That aromatherapy, the soothing lather, okay? Or if you like me, you want to get your day started with a nice hot shower because, you know, I got this natural hair thing. I got to do all that routine in the morning. That lemongrass, y'all, the lemongrass. You know me. I love lemon. That lemongrass, the lather, the aromatherapy to that, I'm telling you, it is absolutely awesome, amazing. I just finished using the green apple, and I'm like, oh my god, that green apple was awesome. So thanks for uh, one of the listeners recommended we try the green apple, and we did have it in our travel, tra- travel trial sizes, but I got a full size of lemon uh, lemongrass. So definitely check that out. The soaps are made with all natural oil. You rinse clean. Your shower rinse clean. There's no scrubbing of the soap scum and all that kind of stuff, honey. No, not with natural soap as the kid. And you get to watch your soap get made. You get to watch the creativity, the art come through on the soap. And then you get to watch her ship the soap. And then you get to unwatch all these different unboxes of everybody that ordered when you ordered and so forth and so on. Open my first bar, Green Apple. Lather is everything. There you go, Gloria. There you go. That's what I'm saying. On-screen on, on screen testimony, if you're watching, if you're in with us live, let me tell you. Now, I'm going to go back and screenshot that. I'm telling you, it is absolutely awesome and amazing. She just came. The kid just got back from, and she told me she's got some new tools, some gadgets. She just actually conducted a class. And those of you who want to learn to make your soap, she has live soap school. Go over to Live Soap School on whatever platforms uh you like to be on. There's something called Live Soap School where she is uh sharing her knowledge that and how she turned in just three short years this uh hobby into an international business shipping soap all around the world. Okay, and come to find out we were dryer bus is one of her very first customers and because everybody was like man you making some gorgeous soap," which she made for family and friends coworkers. you know how we all do how we all start out with those hobbies and everybody you know being that she was like me you know in her in her uh creative studio making her soap turned her live stream on the next day. you know everybody's like well, can i buy one can i get a bar can i get a bar and she then created an online store um because i told you the number one and two things that people are on here buying, they're buying stuff that's handmade and they're buying uh, vintage and used and antiques and all those kinds of things. So if you got some stuff, honey, you can get out there and make some money. Also, if you want to monetize your podcast and your social media and all these things, go over and click the link to learn how to become an ambassador. So that way, when you're out there, you're talking about like we're on here talking about which soap we use. You can uh, get some incentive. one, you can either, you can earn uh, some extra income you can use that to buy your soap listen reimburse your expenses on buying your soap but we are one thing that we do online is we make referrals. Now this is a program that's going to give you an incentive for making that referral and we also got some new um, sponsors uh, coming on as well. Let me see if I've got, got any other announcements in here but you know and think about it. How to get out of bed podcast just came about because I wanted a laid back morning, just simply because I wanted a laid back morning, not a lazy morning, just a laid back morning to work through my clarity of the day, turned on my live stream, found that there are others. Okay. That's what this is about. So I'm going to get ready to get out of here. I'm going to sit back and just be laid back for a minute. Before I go into starting the day, check and see what's going on down, up and down the timeline, the news, enjoy the quiet. Oh, you know what? I got to go take, I got to go, can't get too laid back. I got to go walk the dog. <laughs> I have got to go and, and, and take the dog out. I got doggy duty this morning. And so I'm going to, and then I want to figure out, I got to go get on this treadmill and start doing some walking. And what's today? Today is Wednesday, and I've still been mulling over because we're trying to take just a little bit of a, a, a hiatus um, before we start season two in the kitchen. So I'm, I'm there's a dish that I want to make, try for a Memorial Day, but I, I don't know if I want to go back. I, worked, I was working on the kitchen yesterday, um, shifting some things around, trying to make some more counter space and filling in some of the empty spaces, getting the shot right, moving the tools, the technology, bringing in some more technology. There's a lot of things that are going on. Um, so I'm not sure. I did want to try to make some baked beans. I've got such a taste for baked beans. I was thinking about doing something prior to Memorial Day, but I've got so much video out there from last season, so I'm, I'm still not sure if I'm going to be live, and in the fact, because I want a laid-back day, not a lazy day, a laid-back day, I may not particularly take, that doesn't mean I won't go live in the kitchen, maybe we'll go live in the kitchen, and oh, you know what we could do? We could Preview. We could review, review some of the recipes because I have a setup. We could go live in front of the TV and talk about how to go and binge on the bus. How to find the recipes. Only reason why I don't want to not go live is because we have received a lot of likes, a lot of new, new um uh, fans on the in the kitchen with dryer buzz. Fan page, so that's what we'll do. We'll just review. I don't think I want to cook today because I want a laid back day, um. And I'm I'm gonna use Memorial Day as a kickoff after Memorial Day for the kickoff for season two. So why don't we do a review of season one now that it is such a thing as season one? It wasn't it wasn't a season one when I started, but now it's a full on season one. And when you think about, I just did literally like a year of in the kitchen with Dryer with a full on year in the kitchen with Dryer Buzz. That's some consistency. And now, you know, it's I'm I'm I deserve a break. I deserve a break. So, um, and we'll talk about that's what we'll do. So, we will be live in the kitchen, um, we'll go back and we'll review some of the episodes and and some of the recipes I want to share, like the barbecue sauce, the barbecue sauce, which was a not so we call it a not so secret sauce that you make just based on the condiments that you have in your fridge. That has been uh, an awesome thing. We can talk about going down the pasta trail, the lasagna, the couple of things that went viral, the, the sauce the Lasagna, as well as the lemonade, and I think it was maybe one or two. The epic uh taco Tuesday we did for my daughter's birthday that was really good. Yeah, let's go back through the top videos. How about that? We'll do a top countdown. I don't know if I don't know if top three, top ten. See, talk it, you gotta express it. Listen, let me tell y'all what's going on right now. As I'm saying these things out loud. The universe is like over here. Though the guardian angels, they're like running to the left, running to the right. Wait, which which what are you saying you want to do? Do you want to cook? Because if you want to cook, you know, we're going to make that happen. If you want, no, I just want to do a review. That's why you have to express it out That's why you have to have clarity in your thoughts. That's why you have to take a moment and put it out there because the universe is going to, as as Oprah said from the Alchemists, Alchemist, the universe is going to conspire to give it to you. And I'm that's why I try not to, I try not to put it out there half, half, what they call it, half haphazardly. Because I know I've look at all the things that I've said. I said I wanna might want to go swimming. I definitely need to go work out. You gotta be decisive. Uh oh, there we go, right there, y'all. One track, we gotta be decisive. Last word of the day decisive. Because of, and you know what our favorite word is opportunity. I'm writing. Okay. You've got to be decisive because the opportunity is going to come. All right. If you want to be laid back, be laid back versus lazy. You want to keep it real. There's two sides to keeping it real. Okay. Down to earth, uh, prepare, discovering, go with the flow, go against the current, tread new waters. Path Made Clear, that's a new book by Oprah. Go check it out. You can download it. Uh, check get it in the Audible. So if you get it in the audio book, it's about two hours, right? Prayers should not be procrastination. Don't pray for procrastination. Uh, if you feel like you're carrying the weight, figure out what that weight is. Get it off of you, but don't that doesn't mean put it on somebody else, right? Weigh it for it's what it should be. Uh, win or lose, everything is a win or lose, pros and cons type situation. Teamwork, one track, decisive. You've got, if you really want an opportunity, you've got to be decisive because I guarantee you, somebody is asking you what you want. And as long as you are indecisive, you are never going to get it. I was very specific about wanting a phase of my life to just be laid back. Now, I guarantee you, there are plenty of people say, that'll, that'll say to me, Why do you think, who, what do they say? Who do you think you are? It's not even a matter of thinking. I know who I am. Guys, I am Yolanda at Dryer Buzz, and I am blogging a laid back life. And let me tell you, ain't nothing lazy about it because it requires a lot to come on here to be truthful, honest, transparent, to find these moments of clarity each morning. My first thoughts of the morning frog in my throat. Um, and getting this stuff done and, and sharing it with the world and 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 sharing my mental... Oh, listen. Anyway, layback versus lazy. I got one more thing I want you to do. And don't be lazy about it. Please don't be lazy about it. There's one more thing. Or well, two. Make sure you go and check out Natural Soap by Zakia. Use your discount code... Uh, Dryer Buzz when you go to naturalsoapbyzakia.com. And then, of course, there's always the... Go now to dryerbuzz.com and follow at Dryer Buzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz.